Welcome to the Hammer Time Podcast. I'm Joe Vittori, your host. I'm here to help you rise above the bullshit and to help you keep your sanity. I got a great show for you today. We're going to talk about equality, everything that's going on as we've been moving through the recent presidential election. Sorry to be late. Probably listened to this a little bit late. And I'm going to adjust my microphone here because I do see that it's clipping for you guys. We're going to soften that up a little bit. But we're doing this on the fly. A little bit of a problem booting my computer today, which does happen, but... No worries, we're going to keep moving forward as we do adapt, grind, and overcome, right? So, I stopped at the Casual Pint today, and you know what? I think I'm actually going to say, let's go ahead and, instead of talking about a beer that I got from there, my partner here, Justin Homer, actually has his own podcast here on Anchor. So, we're going to talk about that versus having a beer to talk about. So, on Anchor here, look. Now here on Anchor, it's going to be probably, and I'm guessing, broadcasting on different platforms just based on what Anchor does. So I'm going to congratulate him ahead of time on his expansion. But the name of his podcast is Life, Laugh, and Loggers. Once again, Life, Laughs, and Loggers. Check him out on Anchor. He is the owner of the Casual Pine here in Borman, Ohio. Justin and his crew do a great job of recommending a beer to you in an an awesome atmosphere. And they can recommend some amazing beers to you. They also have wine there too, and they're always welcome and inviting as well. Give them a call over at 330-787-9799. Phone number again is 330-787-9799. So the Super Bowl's upon us here. I'm going to make my pick right now because if you're you're joking with yourself right now, if you don't think that Tampa Bay is going to win a Super Bowl here, why? Tom Brady. That's all that I do have to say on that. We can go ahead and move forward from there, but it is Tom Brady, period. Even listen to major news outlets. Everyone is saying right now Tom Brady is going to get his next Super Bowl championship here. Plus, I used to be a Tampa Bay fan, and I'll go ahead and say it. I'm going to be a front runner here. Tampa Bay all day long. I think it is going to be a close game. Uh, I'm going to make a guess here. I'm going to say it's going to be three points. You know what? No, no, no. We're going to go ahead. We're going to go two points. So it's going to be a two-point game. It's going to be close. It's going to be a thriller. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to predict that Tampa Bay is going to be down in the first half massively, and then it's going to rally to go ahead and come back. So let's get on to the topic here at hand. As we do know, we talk about politics here on this podcast, and we're going to move forward here. Joe Biden is talking about racial equality, and maybe my tone here, some see me as being racist, some don't, but we're going to talk about racial equality. In my previous views, when you listen to me on season one, racial equality, I think we're all equal. It's all about how you look at it. But this is a lunacy of some of the stuff we're looking about. So one of the things that Joe Biden wants to do is to raise the $15 uh, minimum wage is what he wants to do on a, fr- on, a, on a federal stance. And under his plan, the way that they're projecting it, now keep in mind, this is aim toward racial equality. So this isn't just as you as a consumer. This isn't just as you as a worker. This isn't just as you as struggling. This is under a racial equality plan. Okay. So under Biden's plan, the way that he's looking at that would give 31% of African Americans and 26% of Latino workers a raise. Okay. That's how he's 
closing the gap there in what is perceived as an economic disadvantage that in a view that if you are an African-American or Hispanic, that you're underpaid just based on the color of your skin. All right. Um, I don't agree with that. They're, what, what they're doing is they're proposing raising increments all the way through to 2025. So doing that as well, let's talk about impact on jobs. So, you know, we're going to streamline this. I'm going to go ahead and interrupt you guys real quick because I do want to get off to the kickoff here as well with the Super Bowl. But we're going to talk about this important topic here, but I'm not going to talk sponsors today. We're not going to do an interruption. We're going to carry this all the way through. Not going to do music at the end. We're just going to keep mowing forward here on what's very important. So on top of that 15% minimum wage increase that we're doing in increments to 2025, what this is going to cost us just based on that is 1.3 million jobs are going to fall because when you increase wages, business owners are going to compensate by cutting employment. So in a time right now with COVID-19, everything's going on with the major impact on that that's what's going to happen. That's what's projected. I don't see it as a good path to go forward with, but that's what we're doing. Also, another act that he wants to do is he's uh, pledging to have $2 trillion accelerate investments to create jobs to build modern, sustainable infrastructure in black and, quote, brown communities. So I'm assuming that's going to go ahead and be like Latino communities, that not only includes roads, bridges, schools, drinking water, broadband access, but his overall goal is to be 40% of the overall benefits go to disadvantaged communities and that jobs are filled by diverse local and well-trained workers. Okay. <laughs> Once again, this isn't a racist podcast here, but you see where the tone's going because this, this entire campaign was about equality for all. Okay, equality is Americans, and I'm not done yet. We're going to keep moving forward on everything else that's coming because it isn't just these two topics. So these, every legislation, everything that we're talking about here is based on race. Okay, when, when we base it on race, in fact, that is racist. That's how I look at it. I don't know how you look at it, but it's racist. There's a difference between being racist and then just being hateful because of race. So let's move forward a little bit further. So on housing, he's also signed an executive order directing the Department of Homeland, or I'm sorry, the Department of Housing and Urban Development to examine effects of President Donald Trump's regulatory actions that undermine fair housing policies and laws. So what Joe Biden wants to do is he is doing a new refundable, advanceable tax credit of up to $15,000 to help families buy their first home. Okay. Also, he promised to scale up support for federal programs to financially support and vitalize the stressed neighborhood as well as spur construction of 1.5 million homes and public housing units. Now, in that language, he's not talking about a certain race, but in a racial equality bill, this is kind of where he's gearing toward that. All right, $15,000 is a massive um a massive tax cut 
But also at the same time, what you're doing is that $15,000, that isn't free money. You know, no matter how you view that, $15,000 is put on the burden of the taxpayer. So even though you may be reaping the benefits of that $15,000 tax cut, ultimately in the end, and future generations are taking that burden on as well too. So talk small business. In addition for calling for grants for more than 1 million of the hardest hit businesses in COVID-19 relief packages, Biden is also looking at a longer term solution for business owners of color. Now guys, this isn't me talking about this. This is me reading directly what he's writing. During the campaign, Biden called to allocate $10 billion from the new small business opportunity fund to state and local venture capital programs based on past government investments he believes that can spur 50 billion in new equity investment for small businesses keep in mind this is now that if you are a person of color i hate the language that's here and and, and hates a strong word but i hate the language of color Okay, when I look at any policy, anything moving forward, I'm colorblind to that. And I'm going to get into that as we continue to move forward here. So I want you to think about that. So we're talking business owners of color. All right. Education opportunities. We're going to say in addition to proposing some of student debt forgiveness, Biden is also advocating making public colleges and universities tuition free for all families with incomes below $125,000. He also wants to nix tuition in two-year community colleges. Nearly 85% of black bachelor's degree recipients carry student debt compared with 69% of white bachelor degree recipients according to the Center of Responsible Lending. <laughs> just wow i mean that within itself you're justifying programs based on race okay you're doing something to somebody else get something versus somebody else based on the color of your skin that's racist banks communities of color have been underserved by banks this is a bank, guys. In 2019, 14% of black households and 10% of Hispanics had no bank accounts. That's a choice you make. But moving forward, to ensure U.S. banks are serving everyone, Biden is aiming to strengthen and expand on the Community Reinvestment Act that currently regulates banks, but does not little to ensure that fintechs and non-bank lenders are providing responsible access to all members of the community. All right, so now that you guys have heard all that, and now that you are kind of considering what I'm saying there, you can think what you want to think of me. I'm not racist, okay? I'm going to take a sip of this beer. By the way, I'm just drinking a beer that I bought. It's one of my favorites. This is Great Lakes Brewing Company. They're IPA. You want to have a balanced IPA? This is the one to go with. It's crisp, it's fresh, it's lower alcohol, it's awesome, the body on it's light. This is one of those ones that you can have a couple on a nice hot summer day, or you can warm yourself up in the winters that we're having now. I'm going to take a sip of this, and then we're going to talk about everything that I just said and how to look at this in a different sense. Because to me, this is hindering everybody in America. 
Okay. So we have programs that are geared more toward helping somebody because of the color of their skin versus their actual needs. The United States of America was built on hard work. And I have to ask a question to you right now. What rooms do you hang out in? Who are the people that you hang out with in those rooms? What rooms do you hang out in? Who makes your character? It's pretty simple. This nation was built on hard work. This nation was about going above and beyond, doing things greater than anybody else has ever done. And as a nation, we were regressing. So the motto of our nation now is, if you make an excuse, don't worry. The government's going to help you. If you have a problem, don't worry. The government's got your back. If you don't want to work as hard, and I don't care what your race is, the government has your back. Black, white, Chinese, Hispanic. The government's going to go ahead and get some entitlement program in there to give you a handout. When you get a handout, you don't become a stronger person. You don't become in a stronger situation, in a better situation. Temporarily, yes. But your character overall does not become stronger. You become a weaker person by giving everything given to you. You do not become a person of strength. You do not become a family of strength. You do not become an ethnic group of strength. Because everything was handed to you. We're all equal. We're all equal here in the United States. We all have equal opportunities. It's your choice. Not that we have to close the gap. Everything is based off of choices. If you choose not to do something with your life, that's on you. If you choose not to do something with your time, that's on you. If you choose to be lazy and make excuses for everything around you, that's on you. Doesn't matter what race you are. Doesn't matter where you come from. You have people that have come from the struggle, grinded, no excuses, moved forward, been the toughest people of all and rose above every occasion to get everything they want in life. Because that's what money is, guys. Okay, when you look at money... Money isn't something just to create wealth. When you put yourself in that position of earning more money, and I'm saying earning, not giving it to you, when you put yourself in that position of busting your ass, moving forward in life to go ahead and break barriers, money gives you freedom. That work you put in gives you freedom to do what you want. Here in the United States, we are the freest nation on earth. Freedom. Your determination, your hard work to rise above everything, which is what this entire podcast is about. Gives you the freedom to do that. Not sitting back with your hand out saying, give me something. Giving you something does nothing. Giving you something actually hinders you to say, hey, here's a handout. And based off of the handout that I'm giving you, restricts your way of life. You can only do so much with the handout. Are you going to rise above anything to do that? No. I hope you do. But government handouts are not the way to move forward in life. You have to wake up, do something with your life, educate yourself, have passion in something you do. Not sit around and blame everyone for your bullshit freaking excuses, okay? Because every excuse that you make in life stops you from doing something. Where you're at now in life is the same bullshit story you keep telling yourself 
to stop you from moving forward. And I'll tell it to you raw. If you don't like it, change the channel. That's what it is. I started as a nobody of nothing that started as a lube technician, became a master technician, the only one in the store, quit there, went into a sales position of people that told me that I wouldn't have a clientele unless it was two to three years. I did that shit in two months. Said I wouldn't make something of myself if I left that store, went to another store, and I'm killing it where I'm at. Break barriers. Who cares what people think of you? It's on you. Not the government. Not Joe Biden. Not Kamala Harris. Not any of these people. You make you. Don't let them make you. You make you. You're stronger than you could think you ever were. And that's the scariest thing is when you pull that out of you, you can do great things. If you want to reach out to me, you know where to find me. I will help you, but you have to do it. Nobody is going to do it for you. And in a system right now, to where you're looking at, hey, let's forgive student debt. Let's do this. Let's give these to these people. Somebody has to pick up that slack. It just doesn't go away. The money printing machine transfers to somebody else. Our money's not backed by anything. So think about that for a second. I'll tell you what, guys. I love every one of you that do listen to me. Thank you for listening to my podcast here. I'm going to go eat some awesome appetizers that my fiance is making here. And along with my future uh, stepdaughters, uh, we're going to have a great night here. I'm going to get heavier as I do just by, because that's what I like to do. I like to eat, guys. So I appreciate you listening to my podcast here. I'm going to be here every Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'll see you soon. Thanks, guys. Everyone stay safe out there. Go Tampa Bay. Catch you next week.